This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to the Scobro Show. It's part two. I'm still the Behind the Steel Curtain editor, Dave Schofield, and still with me is my big brother, Rich. Rich, because it's a streak, I almost feel like you have to do it again. But uh, still breathe in that sweet smell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's two wins in a row. Might as well do it twice in a show, right? Hey, why not? So, you know, yeah, you got to love that. The, the, it's an actual win streak going now after we had the little L streak of three games. So, yeah. We yeah. wanted to stop talking about that, so let's talk about winning two in a row. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Hey, some people were saying that, that that Bad said about Monday at the latest for those clips. If he said that on a show, that's not what he sent me. That I actually put in the article that went out there. If you're if you're just stumbling on the part two, we're talking about the BTSC uh, bi week bonanza um, podcast where we're giving you all a chance to send us a a, a sixty second audio clip about the Steelers. Um, he, that's what he sent to me. So if he changed it, you know how Brian is. Um, I would say, try to get it to him by Thursday. That way, you know, you're good for sure. Uh, if some more trickle in, I don't know what he'll do with those. Um, that's kind of his decision. I'm just going by the deadline he gave me. So it is what it is. Rich. Gotta love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you saw it when I saw it. It made me it's laugh. Because it's because it's the because it's also goes with the with, with the screen name. Yes. Of bad, bad itch, itch says, can we do a whole episode on groins? <laughs> <laughs> so I will I'll, I'll tell you. Oh, now that. we can say, yeah, the Steelers have had a lot of groin injuries. I tell you, there are some things I'm gonna I'll keep stuff to myself. Um, that you could attribute groin injuries to. You know what I don't attribute groin injuries to? The strength and conditioning coach. So many people say that, and that's a narrative with all kinds of soft tissue issue injuries that goes around year after year among teams. And it, it's just it, it's just not how it works. It really just it really isn't. Um no, I could say groins and and hammies i think are the two that i think of right off the bat that i've experienced both my myself yes and know that it had nothing to do with the strength and conditioning yeah. when i suffered each of those injuries yeah i've you know what my sophomore year of high school in in track and field i had a meet I was going up against some really good – I was only a sophomore, and I was going up against some really good competition of a guy that was ranked pretty high in the state. I really wanted to – you know, I didn't know that I could beat him. I just wanted to, to throw well, and I didn't. And so what did I do after, after the meet? I went over, and I practiced, and I practiced, and I practiced until my teammates pulled me over and said, hey, we need one more for the fat man relay, which is where they have all the shot put and discus throwers go out and run a 4 by 100 So I get pulled out onto the track to do that, and I didn't stretch. And I got 
one the I I I want to make sure I get it right. I'm pretty sure it was left quad right hammy is what ended up going out on me because of the turn I was running. But that was not a fun injury with with dealing with both of those at the same time. But anyway, um, we'll get back to that. I, I'm there's other sorry things he got us off that itch got us off topic with groins bad itch okay make sure you make sure you put the space in there okay bad um itch. yeah so yeah but that that was funny that was that was a good one I have to admit hopefully I would love nothing more than to not have to talk about another groin injury for the rest of this season so but you know another th- another thing I don't want to have to talk about for the rest of this season people that can't enjoy a victory it really drives me nuts. And that's why the title of the episode, if I'm, I've got to look it up again because I messed it up. Don't sweat the path to victory. Simply enjoy the win. Okay. Right away after the game. You and need to yes. just yeah. breathe in that sweet smell of victory. Yeah. Breathe in that sweet smell of victory. It doesn't matter if it was pretty or if it was ugly, if it was by a lot by a little yeah. just be happy yeah. it's a W the narrative the Steelers had, could only beat the Seahawks without Russell Wilson by going to overtime man you can't even count this as a win you know what call the NFL nope. yep. tell them take away gotta take it away, gotta yeah, take it away. I, I, can't I, count as a win I, I, I want someone to go up to Cameron Hayward and say that they should take that win away and See what happens. Take it away. You know what? Because and because it happens all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. Because you know that's exactly. I mean, right now they're they're still an asterisk there. You know, they're they're they're, they're still working on it. They're they're negotiating it in in the in New York in, in the NFL offices. That you know, even though they're technically the number one seed, the AFC right now, the Ravens aren't really five and one. They're they're really two and four. Well, but you know what? They're only going to give one of them back. They're going to give back the one to Detroit. They're going to say, you know what, Detroit? Yeah, we didn't get that snap off in time. We we didn't. We shouldn't have been kicking from 66. It should have been 71. So we're going to hand that victory over to you because you don't have any. And we have so many right now. We need to redistribute this wealth. So we're going to give back that win. And we'll go four and two. And you all can be one and five. Okay? Because we know that happened. You, you know? So... Yep. <laughs> Okay, um, Tyler W. <laughs> and you know what I've been guilty of this too. I have, but that, so this is as much yelling at myself. But Tyler W. puts two dollars in the tip jar. And says, "Put in two dollars in the enjoy the win jar." I'm guilty. Yes, yes, and, and and I can't say I've never done this, and I can't say I'm never going to do it again. So sometimes, See, so when when I do this, where you and I are different. What you know, we're brothers, but you and I are very different than in that way, because. I might, the Steelers win, I'm always happy. Yeah. Okay. Now, I might sit back and say, okay, that wasn't pretty, but I'm going to take that. I really hope that the Steelers work on this and this moving forward. Yeah. But I always enjoy the win. Oh, I was yeah. tickled to death with that win the other night. It was oh, like. I went, <laughs> I went nuts when TJ got that strip sack. Oh, yeah. Because honestly, you know what I was bracing myself for? The tie. Actually, I was no racing way. for the tie. You know what I'm saying? I actually, I actually put in my knee jerk article. Okay. Because, you know, 
Seahawks had the ball and they were getting down the field. They were getting close to the edge of field goal range and on that third down. And I was like, man, if they got like five or six yards, they'll probably try a field goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. But at least the Steelers actually, would have got it back though. You know I, what I mean? I, right. <laughs> but I actually put in the D-Jerk article, oh, third eight here. Someone on the defense really needs to step up and make a play. And then TJ Watt got a sack. You, Mr. Trent Jordan Watts. <laughs> okay. And then I thought that after we put punted the ball again, I didn't put it in the article this time. I was like, okay, come on, defense. Guys have got to step up. Boom. Strip sack. Yeah. Boz yeah. nails it right down the middle. Game over. I celebrate. Mondays are good when the Steelers win on Sunday. It, it, exactly. Even when you're going on three hours of sleep like myself. So, hey, I was the East Coast guy that sucked it up and did the post-game show. You know, I, I'm like one of between myself and bad and Jeff, I'm like, one of us has to be there. I'll take one for the team. So I'm still paying the, paying the price for it because I'm not, I'm, I'm old. I can't, I can't, you know, I used to remember staying up all night in my twenties and like, even my late twenties, I'm like, this is no big deal. I, I, those night games kill me, but yeah, take a winner for the mm-hmm. team and all this and that. Okay. Some of you folks out there go said, when I call my brother out on that, you know what the, you re- that was the humble brag going on there. What's that? That was <laughs> You and you're just oh I took one for the team yeah, and, this, that, and everything else. that was humble brag. I yeah it, you know what and I and I deserve it. So anyway, getting back to it, my question for you is this: When TJ Watt got that strip sack, did you say to yourself, "Game"? Oh yes, Boswell. Yeah, no doubt. I was like, oh, yes. don't even don't even go out and run any plays. They went out and piddled around for two snaps. I'm like, just kick it on first down. Just go out and say, you know what? I think I the wonder first, if they did it for Boz's own mental well-being. No, you know, no, don't you know what happened? Oh, okay. see, you were doing the post-game show. So you had the post-game show on. I was still watching on WPXI and they were doing player, they were I don't interviewing get WPXI. Okay, I know. Mm-hmm. They're doing player interviews after the game, and they're talking to Boz. Mm-hmm. And I thought this while this was going on on the field, and Boz confirmed it afterwards, okay? So the first play, Ben got it back into the middle. Okay, so that's what the first place was about, just putting it in the middle yeah. of the field, lining it up good for Boz. They were going to kick on second down, mm-hmm. okay? Boz was still over kicking into the net, and they're hollering, we're going now. And Boz wasn't ready to go on the field. So that's why they did the, the second it down play. It turned over so fast that he he, he needed his warm-up time. And yes. you had the downs to do it. You had the downs to do it. So yeah. and, um, and, and Boz confirmed that after the game, that he yeah. wasn't ready to go on, that he 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 wasn't ever there ready when they like they were ready to send the whole kicking team out, and everybody's like, Where's Boz? <laughs> you know? And they could have used the timeout, but you know what? They didn't need to. They had no. They, had they didn't want to use the timeout because it still was good. Let the clock run. Yeah. Okay. Don't leave a whole lot of extra time because yeah. what would have happened like if that. heaven forbid Boz slips on the field and misses the kick? Don't give a whole yeah. ton of time for Seattle to be able to get down the field. No. Well, if Boz but, was smart. If Boz was smart, if he slips, he should just 
try to pull his foot back and not actually kick it. No, and they press funnel on it and then kick it from five from seven yards further back on exactly. fourth down. <laughs> but yeah, and and they're smart but, enough to do that. I mean, so yes, yeah. and, and they know and they work on. I know, and they know those kinds of things. But yeah, yeah that's what that was about. That, but when yeah, TJ, that, that was. I thought TJ that too. got the strip set at first, though, I will say this. At first, I thought Devin Bush was going to totally take off run the wrong way, and then he got himself <laughs> turned around. That. I said that Ooh. on the post-game show, like, and apparently TJ said it as well. I'm like, man, I thought I was watching Pee Wee football, and I was going to see exactly what I thought. <laughs> Taking the wrong way, and, uh, and, and no. But I'm like, tackled by his own teammate. Yeah, oh, but I don't know that he intentionally ran the wrong way, or if it was just you know, his I, momentum I think, was carrying there. I'm not sure. I think his momentum was carrying, and he didn't want to plant and go too hard because he yeah. wanted to try to return that thing as far as he could. You well, know, I, I, honestly, he probably wanted to try to take it to the house. <laughs> What's that? He didn't want to pull a groin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh, um, but now it, it's just I, I, I love that the Steelers have Chris Boswell now. Chris, I mean, twenty twenty one. Chris Boswell, loving it. I mean, look at all the other issues. I mean, look, the Ravens have another game they should be given back. You know, we we're, we feel bad for you, Colts, that your kicker was injured and couldn't, you know, he gets one, he, he got one blocked and then he couldn't get the other one down because he was hurt and, and everything. So, so, you know, we feel bad that you played it stupid the way you did, knowing you had a hurt kicker and still was trying to settle yeah, for we're going to give that one back to we're so really we'll just a three, back to three, We'll give that one back to you know, but you know, the Chiefs, you were in the Super Bowl last year and yeah, you fumbled it away, but we're not giving that one back. So we'll, we'll go to three and three. You know, you don't do that. And I understand that, you know, sometimes you should come out and crush a team. But this is the NFL. These are all professionals. They really are. I don't care if a team is 0-16. They are not, or 0-17, I guess now. They are not that far away from, from losing every single game, meaning that that their games in there that they were on the verge of most likely winning and they just couldn't get across there. So what were you going to say? I know you got something you want to say. So, you know, sometimes you, you win games big and sometimes you don't win games big. And, and and maybe people's issue here was you go in 14 nothing at halftime and the defense had totally dominated and you think we're going to come out in the second half and just put this away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll be honest. When it comes to offensively versus our, yeah, the Seattle offense versus our defense, do I feel like they made better adjustments at halftime? They might have. <laughs> you think? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, Jeffrey and I have a vertex coming out tomorrow. He's finishing up the film probably right now while we're doing the show, where we're looking at the third quarter and they're rushing the third and they're rushing. Mm-hmm everything in the third quarter and what they did and what happened and what the Steelers need to do to not let that happen again. So that's something to think of, but I mean, it it was crazy. I mean, they rushed for 141 yards and 110 of them were in the third quarter. That's insane. So it's really one of those that even on the broadcast, I worried going out because you saw two very different things said by the, by the coaching staff. Okay. You know, Pete Carroll said for them to get their offense going, they had to get their run game going. Mm-hmm. The Steelers said that that you know that their defense needed to continue to worry about taking away Lockett and Metcalf. They're yep. big play guys. Yep. So, so it was like defensively we were focused on something, but the offense for Seattle had turned around to try to focus on something else. So they were actually focused on something we weren't paying as much attention to, and we paid the price for it. Yeah. And yeah. 
Oh, thank you. I, I saw that a while ago, and I didn't realize I didn't bring it up. Wes no, Hickok. I, I knew we get him. Two, $2 into the tip jar, saying rejuvenated. 12-5, first round by, here we come, baby. Which is so funny, because when they were in the losing streak, Wes, who all, who had the Steelers in the Super Bowl, he, would, he was starting... He would he was starting to unbelieve, but now he's back on the belief trade. Gotta love it. And you know what? It's okay. We're allowed to be up and down as fans. But what I'm saying about enjoying this win is this. Here's my question to you, Rich. Yep. Going into the bye, would you have rather the Steelers won this game 35 to nothing or 23 to 20 in overtime? Oh, I didn't care. That's a great I answer. I didn't care. That's okay. a great answer. That's a deep answer, but uh, that's a no, great one. <laughs> no, it's not quite a deep answer because I'm going to explain why I don't yeah. care, and I think that'll make sense. I didn't care. The most important thing for me for the Steelers going into the bye was getting to three and three. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like, All week, I, I was like, the Steelers have to find a way to win this game. I didn't care if it was two to nothing on a safety. I didn't care. The Steelers needed to find a way, win this game, get to three and three, back to 500, to get your bye, get some rest, get some guys healthy, and let's make a second half run. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I I see you. I see what you're saying. You you I'm, don't I'm saying you can you can look at the advantages either way. It would be nice to just go out and realize, hey, this is how we can play football. But at the same time, I'm reminded of what Jeff Hartman said about when he was coaching lacrosse. And he's like, if we go to scrimmage a team at the beginning, I don't want to win 15 to nothing. I'd rather win nine to eight. Because you know what? You can look at things going on in there and build on them. This 23 to 20 victory over a team that you know, the Steelers didn't cover the spread, if you just want to say it that way. You know what? You got the win, and that's what was important. You needed the win. But now you have something to say, hey, we got the win, but we can't be satisfied with this being a victory moving forward. You know, you're not – you shouldn't you're, – you're not going to be hearing, you know, that, uh, that oh, yeah, we got this. This, this – everything – the ship is going straight and steady. We righted everything. Although it would be great to feel that way. Does are you are you is that really how the NFL works? I'd rather them say, Hey, look, we now know that this game we were up 14 to nothing. Look at what happened. We've got stuff to build on, we've got stuff to grow on, and it's a lot easier to find it in that circumstance. That's the only thing I'm saying. If you're looking for a silver lining of winning a tough close game that you that shouldn't have been that close, that's something you can take into your body. Whether that win was 25 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or twenty-three to twenty in overtime. Yeah, won't matter when it comes to do the Steelers make the playoffs or not. Yeah, that score, the yeah. score of that game won't matter when yeah. it comes to them making the playoffs or not. Yeah, the biggest thing that they that they got from it was they had more points than the Seahawks. Yeah. You know, and, and and the way you look at it, you're like, oh, well, the way they played the second half, did they deserve to win the game? Yeah. You know why? Because they what they did in the first half. To put them because of this, they drove me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The mistackling, that was, you know what? I had that number at one point, and I got away from it. I can I can get it back here, the number That's of right. mistackles. Um, and it was, it was a lot. Hold on. It was a lot. Three, six, 
eight, 10. According to Pro Football Focus, I don't have them broken down by quarter just for the whole game. Is that the Steelers had 14 missed tackles? That's that's a PA. Remember, that's not an official stat. I talked right. about that in the first half. But according to them, that's what they had. So and that doesn't surprise us because we had plays where we had two, yeah. three, four missed tackles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and to me, that's the frustrating part. Mm-hmm. It, if a guy gets overly aggressive and misses a tackle and the next guy up on him takes him down, that doesn't bother me so much. Yeah. But when I see two and three guys not get the guy wrapped up and on the ground, that's what yeah. just. Yep. Um, before we get to our to our final question, because we're still going to do one, do you want to talk about the last few seconds of regulation? We. Jeff did an article about that today. He actually called me because he's like, I want to make sure I'm getting this right. Because he wanted to get the rule and he wanted to know if there should have been a 10 second runoff. But we talked about that. The 10 second runoff only applies if there's a changing of the call on the field to where it would be a running clock when it wasn't otherwise. So, for example, if let's say the, the, the Seahawks threw a pass with eight seconds left that was incomplete. And then and they call it incomplete and they stop there's eight seconds left. If if they review it and deem it to be a completion in the field of play, then it's game over because it's a 10-second runoff. So it has to be a change in the play and and a situation where the clock would then be running, a situation from where the clock was stopped to where then the clock would run. Okay, that's the 10 second runoff when it comes to those kind of things. Um, now, I'm not saying it would have changed this call, but the, uh-huh. a similar situation would have been on this call if they would have said Metcalf didn't fumble the ball before he went out of bounds and they stopped the clock. Uh-huh. And then they find out that he. And then they go back and look at it and find out that he did fumble the ball and it was recovered inbounds. They would have then run 10 if seconds off. They get off immediately and said out of bounds. Yes. And and then and then reviewed it to find that he wasn't. Yeah, game over. That's another thing. It would have been. You know what? They, I, no, I'm not sure. Did, yeah. How much time yeah. was left when? when I, yeah, I don't know. Would have been there. Oh, sure yeah, been I don't know. Would have been game it over. Would have been a ten second. A ten runoff. second runoff. Yeah. Yes. Um. So that yeah, you're right. That I didn't. I wasn't looking at how much time it was because they still had to run over and do all that. I don't know if the Steelers realized it. They had a chance to pile on that dude. Yep. Even though he recovered the fumble, because it was a fumble, they weren't going to get flagged for delaying the game, or they shouldn't have by right. piling on they, they because there was a loose ball. Game. Yep, you Everybody. could have just you could have piled on and been like, well, "I'm going for this fumble." He didn't have full control. You know what I'm saying? Yes, um, I was but that's a really hard thing. thing to do in that moment to, to realize that. But I will tell you this: but it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, because you and I agreed on one thing when we talked about it. Yeah, I think we, you and I had talked okay. about it and agreed on it that the, or maybe maybe you said it on the post game show and I agreed when I yeah. was watching. The buzzing in to look at that play mm-hmm. should, first of all, we all know should have never happened because there yes. was there shouldn't have ever been any question, especially from New York, yeah. that that ball was caught. There was nothing to review there. That was done. Just in case the Seahawks didn't get the snap and spike. That's exactly what I said to Jeff. 
I just My opinion, there was yards. one second left still on the clock when they spiked yes. the ball. Yes, there was. I knew it. Yeah. You saw, like you you were watching, you could see it. Yeah. It's like, dang you it, one second it. left. Yeah, one second left. So they didn't, to me, they the, by them buzzing in, they didn't change what ultimately ended up happening other than the fact that they gave Seattle, one, a bunch of time to get set and ready. You know, get let their kicker warm up a little more. You know, things like that. No, not, not where, that's not the reason. That. But the real thing that bothers me is why why they were buzzed in. It was they were buzzed in to make sure they'd get to spike it in case they didn't spike it in time. Yep, that's my exactly. Opinion. I also want to yep. bring this up because this was an issue. Um, the, Demetrius said, "Anyone notice that the refs didn't spot the ball? Seattle spotted the ball and hiked it themselves. That can't be legal." From what I went back and saw, this is what I say: You can run and put the ball down as a player. It's still the ref's job to spot the ball. the 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 fact that you put it there, if it's right, technically the ref should touch it, and I'm pretty sure he did. I think, but he, he did. could he could deem that a good spot, and it's good to go. Yep. Now, if they don't deem it a good spot, then you can't do that. You but they're like, he's got to pick it up, move it. The player shouldn't have been around to do it. I even had someone in the comments of the article today go back and said, I'm going back to watch it now to see if the player put the ball in the right spot. And they're like, he did. He put it down. It's not like he gave him more yards or less yards or anything. You know, and if he happened to get it in the right spot and the official's like, I can't spot it any better than that, boom, go. Because let's say let's say a player's running up in the middle um, in between the hashes and gets tackled and just leaves the ball on the ground. All, all the official's going to do is make sure it's turned the right way. And if it's already turned the right way, they're not going to do anything with that either. So right. that really wasn't the big issue with the problem. The big issue wasn't how it worked out, how it ended up. It was the intent of why it happened in the first place. Because now, I don't, yeah. Knight Rider brings this up and says, but the ref was holding his hands out for the ball and he didn't even give it to him. The ref, to. I saw, the ref I saw holding his hands mm -hmm. out for the ball was not the one who would have been spotting the ball. Yeah. And you're better off. And that's what the players are know in that situation. Don't just hand it to any ref. If anything, run it to the right ref. To the right, to the correct guy. To the yeah, correct I, guy I, who spots I, it. I have no problem. Or go put it at his feet, which in essence is what he did. You I know what I'm no saying? problem with what the yeah. Seattle player did. Yeah. Yeah. None. I mean, they, it's, they, I mean that's if the that guy. would have been the Steelers doing that, I would have said. He did. Good job. What if I was a football coach, I would mm -hmm. coach players to do. Yeah. In exactly. that situation. So exactly. That I don't have an issue. My with. problem is with my New problem York is with New York. Stopping it with no other reason to stop it other than to make sure they'd get a chance to kick it. Yep. So which and honestly, I don't know. I I don't know. I sometimes I'd say it's about the betting, but that wasn't going to change the spread. You no. know what I'm saying? So, because now that the NFL is dabbling in the gambling, which they said they never do, you always have to question that. We are basically out of time, Rich. Yeah. Real quick, what's All our right. big question tonight? All right, I'm 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 going with yours. Okay. Yeah, you and I had a couple out there. We decided what I, we kind of talked, and I came up with the idea we're going to kind of wait and see how the show went. I was going to kind of keep an eye on things in the live chat. The Steelers are now three and three going into their bye week. Now, hey, I'm asking the question. You have to answer it. Oh, okay. Um, Steelers three and three going into their bye week. Now that we've seen six games from the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm -hmm. and there was one person that already got to do this and did it legally. Okay. What do you think the Steelers' final record will be 
at the end of the season. Yes. Now, for those of you in the live chat, don't put your answer don't in there. Up Wait yet. for us to put it in there. I've got it ready to go, Rich, so don't worry about it. So Wes, right. Wes already got his in there. We yeah, saw he got his in as a super chat earlier. Chat. He didn't know it was coming, so that's fine. He did. Yeah, that's I thought that was funny when he put yeah. that in. I, I know. I noticed that. I, I thought of that, too. I almost was going to save it, but here's the deal. But we would have lost it. This is what I'm saying, and I kind of talked about this on my um, bi-week bonanza podcast that will be out tomorrow at 3 p.m. I had the Steelers at, you know, when the schedule came out in May, I had them at four and two at this point. But the thing is, their two losses I had in two games that they won. So, of course, things are not happening the way that they are at all. I had them overall finishing at 11 and six. Because they're three and three, I'm going to go with this. I want to say 10 and seven. I want to say okay. one less. I, because I'm like, that puts them at seven and four the rest of the way. I'm not saying, could things fall apart? Absolutely. Could things go even better than that? Absolutely. That's just my my gut throwing out a number. Do you want to say it, Rich? Do you want to say um, Yeah, I will because honestly, I from the start had uh, had put out ten and seven, if I remember correctly, and uh -huh. I've decided that with a three and three start, I am staying right with mine okay. at ten and seven. Uh, that would mean that they would need to go seven and four the rest of the way, which, which I think exactly what is, I said. <laughs> yeah, exactly what yeah. you said, and and I think uh, finishing with that record or uh, at with seven and four is an achievable goal. Yep, so. boy, everyone was ready. I think Knight sure Rider accidentally uh, hit in, and then was the next one up. So I'm going to give you a break this time. I think it was. Probably had it up and didn't yeah. mean to hit enter. But we'll say Knight Rider says nine and eight. Um, Michael O'Malley says he's done with predictions because he's a jinx. Steel Dog, 88, 10 and seven. Brian Brown, 14 and 14 three. And three. Steelers Pittsburgh, 12 and five sounds about right. BF Bud, nine and eight. Hope better though. Brad Jewett, 10 and seven and sneak into a wild card. George OTJ, I think 10 and seven. Set saving <laughs> seven and seven, maybe as high as 12 and five. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. I'm going to bring up Wes's, even though it's long because he was yep. a topic of someone. He said, originally I'm going 13 to four. I lost faith for a bit, but I've gotten back and feel 12 and five is very possible. Okay. It could be good enough for, for 12. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at the next one. George tested yeah. says 10, six and one. <laughs> <laughs> gotta throw in that tie. I don't know the who the tie. tie is, George. Put it in the live chat. I'll bring it up later. Tell me which game it's gonna be. Um uh Stacy Lynn says 10 and 7. Uh Bert Tavares says eight and nine. Tomlin's first losing season. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Brian Blackstock says 10 and 7. Wild card. Tyler W 11 and 6 and win the division. Shocking Steelers Nation. Okay. Mark says eight. Mark Tobin says eight and nine. Um, John Loof says 12 and 5. Um We'll just say Marcus, okay? Yeah, Marcus, Marcus, 39, okay? Um, 11 and 6, Matt Smith says 11 and 6. Untouchable 1 says 10 and 7. Terry Glover says 10 and 7. Michael O'Malley says saving, because <laughs> that's what I said. Um, um, I was Marky just clicking without looking. Marky D, 11 and 6, AFC North champs, okay? Demetrios says 10 and 7, hope for better. Okay, George Teston says it's the Bengals. They're going to tie the Bengals when they play the Tie the Bengals. Okay. Nice. Um, Jeff Lauderdale says 10 and 7. Matthew Pierce says 10 and 7. Um, 
that's all we have so far. There might be another one or two that comes up. I'm going to give my ultimate disclaimer to this. This goes against my being right now. Not where I was after the first two weeks of the season, but where I've been the last four. And that is with this Pittsburgh Steelers team. I can look at and and because the thing is like seven and four, tell me where they're going to get seven wins. Thank you. Gabriel Golden says uh, 11 and six. Yep. People might say, well, where are they going to get those seven wins? What are those four losses going to be? You know what? I don't know. All I know is that every week the Steelers have a all you know is you have to win going, their game. All, I know, all you know is you had them going four and two and the two games you thought they would lose, they would win. They so how Expect can you even- the unexpected? What am I supposed to do? You know? Yeah. That's that was the theme of my of my um, bi week bonanza. Expect the unexpected, because um, um, do, 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 do. did Tyler W have his up there? or Is this a new one? Um, I'll bring it up just in case. Okay, he said he called ten and seven in the beginning, but man, I love the resiliency. Um, I just think the Steelers need to focus on winning their next game. Don't worry about how we're going to get seven more wins. You know what? You need to get one more win, and, and then you and need try, to worry about the next one. And, and that's what to- I'm trying to do. Yeah, and trying to make improvements week to week. Yeah, yeah. you know. So um, the you know the run game against Seattle wasn't as good as it was against Denver, but it wasn't as bad as it was before. Yeah. And, so go ahead. You know that. So it's still as I as I said, I felt the run game the other night was still hanging in there. Yes, and a lot of people are like, but but but. But but the the, the Seahawks the Seahawks defense they're, they're 31st going in against the run. You know, you've got to be able to run. You know what? I said it. I don't know if I said it on this show or if I said it on the preview. I can't remember because I do too many shows. When a team goes to their to their backup quarterback, who rallies more than anything the most of the time? The defense. The defense. Yep. The defense. That's what's going to happen. So I expected Seattle to actually, and I, I, I know I said in the preview because I did it based on our over-under picks, is that I'm like, I expect the Steelers to not rush for as much as they did the week before, you know, simply because I think Seattle is going to come out and really have that be a point of emphasis to try to help their, although he's a veteran, still their backup quarterback who hadn't started a game since 2017. Yeah, here's my thing. I'm just glad we didn't lose to a backup quarterback because we're yeah. notorious to do for doing that. Exactly. You know, um, really, really, they are. And honestly, we're all. I, I've. I don't have confidence in beating Seattle. They're just one of those teams that you know beat them in the Super Bowl, and then it seems like you know the the you were the la- there the last time the Steelers played Seattle. Um, we don't want to talk about the stuff that happened nope. in that game and things like nope. that. So it, 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 that's just one of those teams that I'm just like, man, I, I just don't know. So I'm just glad they got the W. Yes, I would have liked them to win more. I always want them to win more because you know what? I could have started writing my um, my who gets the game ball article way sooner and got more of it done if they would have been up by multiple scores. But no, I had to wait for the game to finish to start writing that thing. At I'd, have, <laughs> I'd have been asleep a lot earlier because it took me a lot longer to unwind after yeah. that game. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I could have started compiling my numbers for my article the next day, but no, I had to wait till the very last second in overtime. So yeah, I'd love them to win the, the games otherwise, but most importantly, it's getting the win. You got to just, you know, I'm going to use that ugly purple team. I know we need to, this is my final thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. As that, that ugly purple team to, to my East. Oi, look at what's happened to them. They won 
three games, basically, were they all three in a row? I, I don't even know. There weren't because they had the Denver game sprinkled in there somewhere. They won three games. They really didn't have as, that much business winning. They could have just as easily lost all three of those games. But you know what? They found a way to win ugly, to win despite the fact that they should. I mean, they they it took a 66-yard field goal to beat a team that's now 0-6. And, and you want to complain that the Steelers went to overtime against Seattle because they didn't have Russell Wilson? I mean, think about that. So – but you know what that turned into? That turned into taking those wins when you didn't play the best and then playing a quality opponent like the Chargers and just stomping them. Yeah. You know, do, yeah. do they come around? Do they do that if they lose two or three of those games? Probably not. But that's what wins can turn into. So that's to me, you got to make first and foremost win. That's the number one priority win. Then win by more. That's that's just the icing on the cake. Yep. Rich, give us your final thoughts. Final thoughts is kind of like you're thinking. Yeah, kind of the the win is the win. Um, it, it's kind of like when I go fishing. Okay, I'm a huge fisherman. I think I said this to you when I took you and your son out this summer, right? When I took, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I say it every time I'm with somebody or even by myself, okay? The first fish I catch, I always say, oh, good. Caught the hardest one of the day. Everything after this is bonus. Exactly. The goal when I go out to fish is to make sure I catch one. Anything I catch after one is a bonus. Same way with the Steeler wins. You, You get one more point than the other team. Anything more than that? Is bonus. bonus. Is bonus. And right? adds years to my it, life. <laughs> so it does, you know, but instead of take them away. But you know, the Steelers are now on their on their bye week. I want them to get in there, get healthy. You want to know why? I want them to come out after the, the bye week because I'm ready for another win. More W's. You know what I have to say about more W's? What do you have to say about more W's? Can't wait. Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow.